Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Liberty Diner Dish. I'm Ken. I'm Michelle. And we're about to jump right into another episode of Queer as Folk. We are. So last week's episode was really tricky Very. to get through. And so Very. I hate to go back in time, but we have to for a second. <laughs> uh, it was really hard for me, like ridiculously so, because I feel like I, there were times when I almost felt like I had to betray one character mm-hmm. or another to mm-hmm. talk about it. But it's really hard when you don't have the whole picture and we don't really know where things are going and how things play out. And so that was very hard. <laughs> but we did it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, it was very fun for me. I mean, all this is very new. It wasn't right. stressful for me. It was like I was like blown away. Like, oh, my God, is Justin and Brian over? Like, I mean, it was it was really difficult. I mean, it was I don't want to say difficult. It was eye opening. Like, I thought something no no one could ever come between them. Like, Justin would never, ever step out or do anything. And to see where they left us on the cliffhanger, you know, because, I mean, he could have said no. He could have walked off. You know, we yeah. don't know. We don't know. But uh, I was like, wow. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but it was just very tricky for me um, because I can really, I can really see both sides. And I can see a lot of arguments. There are a ton of opinions out there about last episode and this one as well. Right. And I can kind of see where people are coming from. I think if you look hard enough and kind of open your mind to it, you can maybe justify defending Brian and defending Justin. And yeah. so I can see both. I can definitely see both. But you know where I kind of where I stand at the moment. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, but it's it's very layered and very complex. Um, yeah. But anyway, we made it through. I was so nervous. This is ridiculous. And you're gonna roll your eyes at me and think that I am way over the top, but. I like lost sleep over posting Girl. the episode. I, I literally did. Oh my God. Okay. Yo. I was so worried. Brian, you better come for your girl, okay? <laughs> She's devoted, okay? The way that I love me some Emmett and I love me some Justin, okay, and some Michael at times. She loves you, boy. She loves you. I got some things to say about Michael. This episode. Oh, girl, you know, that's why I said at times. You know how... Yeah. We, 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 let's, <laughs> let's, let's get to Let's it. get to okay. him. Like, girl, oh, he made me so mad. All right, let's do it. So we start this episode at Ted's studio, and he it has really come up in there. I mean, there's like a jail cell scene. There's an elevator scene, a merman scene. Girl, he had a whole glow up, okay? Yeah. Like, I mean, he had a full-on production studio. Yeah, this is like Hollywood Studios yeah. level right now. <laughs> okay, he over there calling shots. He know everybody, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He on top of everything. I was like, okay, Ted. Yeah, but I mean, we should have expected this for Ted. He seems like a business-minded right? man, and he was like, this is what I'm going to do. He knows this industry. And, Clearly. Yeah, and he's doing great. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Michael and Brian stopped by on their way to their jobs, which is look, look a whole lot different <laughs> from uh, from Ted's. And it's kind of nice to see Brian's a little bit envious. Yeah, I mean, well, Ted over here doing the thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, he is he living his dream. He is. Calling shot, living his dream for one, working for himself, has multiple employees, uh, company winning awards. I mean, he out here showing the hell out, okay? Like, I was like, I'm so proud of Ted over here killing the game. And, um, you know, Brian he, he, Brian gives credit where credit's due, you know? Like, yeah, he does. I mean, he, he sees Ted over here doing his thing. <laughs> and then you look at Michael's sourpuss face, you know? Yeah, like, and he's got to go do, yeah, just boring comic book shop owner type things. <laughs> but uh, I just like, I love I love the, this new Ted or this this aura that he's, he's giving mm-hmm. off in this scene. I just, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so then we see Ethan and Justin, and they are together again. So last episode, when you don't know 
anything else. It mm-hmm. looks like that could just be a one-off thing. Mm-hmm. But Justin is there again um, on the pallet bed at Ethan's. And uh, this is definitely cheating, I would say. I have to say it. Girl is cheating. Yeah, this is definitely because I mean this is a repeat. You know his name. You know where he lives. Girl, they're kissing. This they're is definitely up. Yeah, this is definitely cheating. Yeah, you all. I mean, it's one thing. Like, okay, we seen Justin play around with these other tricks. Okay, mm-hmm. he's not into it. He's not interested. This boy is all booed up with Ethan. Yeah, I mean, and so that part is not fair. Yeah, I, yeah, that part is not fair at all to to Ryan. He needs to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I would say. Justin is so wrong for this. This sneaking around shit right. isn't cool because you already know. You can talk to Brian about anything anyway. Brian is a very upfront, straightforward type person. So the fact you're sneaking around, you're already making yourself look stupid. Brian is already smarter, so he probably already smell you. You know what I'm saying? Like the difference of what the fuck you're doing when you come home. You smell you smell different. Mm-hmm. You acting different. So just be honest, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Yeah, that's my that's my issue with this. I'm totally, I can totally understand him saying, I want a relationship that looks different or I expect different things now. I want it to look a certain way. I totally understand all of that. But you have to, you owe it to your partner to be fair and upfront with them. Absolutely. Hey, I'm finding it elsewhere, or I'm doing this over here. Or say, hey, because he never once said, hey, this is what I want. Yeah. I mean, you're beating around the bush. You're a grown boy. Well, you know that's the issue. Like, I, I do feel like both of them are conveying some things, some needs and some wants. But I, I feel like one's speaking Spanish and one is speaking Russian. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And so they're saying the things, but the other person's not understanding what they're saying. My thing, I don't like no beat around the bush. I, That's I mean, true. That too. <laughs> yes, they are saying it, but I don't want to have to decode a damn thing. If I have to interpret it, then I'm going to interpret it my way. And my way <laughs> is that you're just inquiring. You're just whining. You're not asking me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not going to change anything. But if you said, hey, babe, look, I want this at least once a week for us. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, they all about the rules. So once right. a week, we have to spend a full day together us. Once a week, we'll go to the club. You know what I'm saying? But then we leave together, just the two of us. Yeah. Then, you know what I'm saying? You know, or, and give him the opportunity to say, understood, yeah. I hear what you want. That's not what I'm going to do or offer. And right. then we can say, okay, cool, let's part ways. But yeah, so y'all know how much I love and defend my sunshine, but yeah. I've got to call him out on this. Call no, him no, out. Dude, this is, this is not okay. Uh, but anyway, he is here at Ethan's place still, and Justin is getting up to leave. He has to go print posters for the comic book. They're going to be doing some promo materials for for Rage. And Ethan is talking to him like they're a couple. Like, he's mm-hmm. talking about all these things they're going to do together and waking up together and this kind of thing. In Ethan's mind, they're a couple. And he's like, hey, you don't always have to run off. If you stayed once in a while, we can wake up together and see the sun come up. Right. and. Yeah, so... That, that's how you know Justin come over there way too much. Right, so this has been going on. Yeah. This isn't the second time. This has been going on. And so I think, at least to some degree, Ethan has caught some feelings. But do uh, you think Justin has? Uh, yeah, I think Justin caught some feelings. But at the same time, he knows that he has to be loyal to Brian. Or, you know, at least go through that. That whole dog He's not over dance. Brian. Yeah, no, he's is. not. Uh, and I think that he's in a, in a in-between stage like how... He wants something different, but he's so used to what Brian gives him at the same time. Like, he he doesn't know. He really doesn't know yeah. what he wants, which road to go. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I'm going to, for right now, I don't think he's caught feelings for Ethan. I think that there's something about this different type of relationship, like a grass is green on the other side kind mm. of thing. I think there's something about this difference that he's, you know, that he's being wooed and that he's, right. you know, he is being chased and, uh, 
all this kind of stuff. He's being doted on by Ethan. I think that is that's kind of interesting and intriguing. But okay, so you know me and my theories. I have another one. Because <laughs> I'm vibing with you right now. Like I feel that. Okay, so I don't know if this is a thing, but I'm gonna say it with uh, some bass in my voice and okay, with my chest go out. On, like, <laughs> go on. Uh, so in 216, Justin was digging through a pile of of images um, of the bashing of the Rage comic book. So these are, you know, his drawn right. images and kind of just reliving those memories and digging through these pages. And um, at the bottom of that pile was a CD from Ethan. And now y'all know that uh, I scored very high on the overanalyzing charts. So, <laughs> so here's something that I cannot prove but was thinking about. Uh, I think Justin is aware that he's different post bashing and he's on this journey of healing and like kind of finding this different version of himself. Right. And so I think that not only so he's different, not only post bashing, but also just post a lot of things that happened to him and he's just getting older. But anyway, so in my over overactive imagination, what I saw was maybe subconsciously Justin looking for himself beneath the rubble. Of everything that happened after wow. that and after that year. And so as he's digging underneath that stuff, he, he sees the CD Ethan. of Ethan. And so while, yeah, Ethan caught Justin's attention in his own right and he's attracted to him. He likes his art and that kind of stuff. I really think he was really looking for something else. But on the way to truly finding that, Ethan kind of jumped in the so way. Ethan like the pit stop. Yeah. On the way of finding who he is. That's That's what I feel. He wanted a little helping pillars along the way. Yeah. Girl, you should write fandom. Because that was... That- <laughs> That was wonderful. <laughs> okay, digging, digging on the way to discover who he yeah, is and stumble upon So you upon like Ethan. think you found yes. the thing, but that's really not even what you were looking for. But for right now, nah, I can dig that. I like that. But um, back to the original theory. Um, you know how Ethan definitely caught the feelings for sure, and Justin might not. And you know he's kind of feeling like the whole courting thing. He's liking all that. I'm here for that too because if you watch Justin's face when Ethan is doing all the kissing and snuggling. Like he's here for it, but it's almost like. Okay, that's not like you know, like we're yeah. done. Like, yeah, it's time for me to go. He got that look, like, yeah, this is cute, but uh, stop kissing on me. Yeah, it's, it's time almost to go. like he, yeah, that's some time like set aside to have that, but then he goes back to like what's real and normal yeah. for him. Yeah. Now, what about Ethan? Like, should we feel the way about Ethan because he know now? True, he's not the one in the relationship with Brian, but he knows that Justin's in a relationship with Brian, and yeah, they've got these rules and they they're kind of open in some ways, but surely Ethan knows. This is probably crossing some kind of boundary. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, Ethan thinking, this is a grown, grown-ass man, and we are the same age. We're young. We only live once, you know. Also, the way Justin kind of portrayed the relationship, he didn't sell it in the best light, you know? Right, he did. So Ethan's truth. probably thinking, like, okay, this boy going through some shit, I can give him what he's looking for. He's never going to get it from this other guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I got him a little bit, but I got to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying, you know? I mean, people get stolen all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, but I'm just wondering if I should look at Ethan with some side eye because, like, you know, this dude's in a relationship. I mean, yeah, I definitely, definitely should give Ethan some side eye. You know, like for real. That's like I really just wanted like, you to say that. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Keep but now, on the real though, like, I mean, you definitely should give Ethan some side eye because you know he got a whole man. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. don't be why you all up in his face, skinning and grinning like right, that, trying you know? to keep him in your bed. Yeah. When even you should hold him to like, hey, dude. Because yeah. they say the way you get them is the way that you lose them. Right. That's what mm-hmm. I had heard. Yeah, you know? that's what I had heard, too. So, I mean, Ethan, <laughs> if you think you're going to get him by like this, you know what I'm saying, then he's going to slither on back to somebody else, too. So, that's the way I feel. I feel the same. Mm. 
Then we are at the bowling alley, and Debbie is there with Carl. And I've been missing them. I missed them, girl. Yeah. They have some good been... little chemistry. Uh-huh. I love He has warmed my heart. Okay? Yeah, I know. I love this little progression with uh, Debbie and Carl. Mm-hmm. And they are on a double date, actually. They're with one of Carl's friends, and this is good for Debbie. I think it's good for the both of them, because I feel oh, yeah, like for sure. Carl hasn't been with anybody in a long time. His personality can come off a little bit dry. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, in my, in my theory... Carl has been single for a while. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and we all know what Debbie doing. Okay. She, she a little dry like the desert right now. So, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like seeing them together. She looks happy, but she looks nervous, like a little schoolgirl. You mm-hmm. know, like she's never been on a date before. You know, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. And so there is a, a gay guy next to them and he presents more in a, I guess, quote unquote, effeminate way. Girl, he's like he's, Emmett's little brother. And he's there with his friend, and Carl Carl's friend makes a, a joke and a comment about mm. about the guy, which we totally expected. Yeah. But Debbie sets him straight. Quick. You know? she, don't, it don't, she don't care who it is, you know? Yeah. Like, she let it be nothing. She don't care that we out on the day. It's like, uh-uh, brother, not around me. Yeah, you're not going to do that Yeah. And uh, she tells him, you know, gays can play, can bowl just as good as straights, and she tells him there's a whole league. I think she's making this up, but she says that there's a, <laughs> you know, a league of uh of gay bowlers, and they want to challenge them to. I don't know them. why she did that, cause I mean the lie, Debbie. Debbie is known to lie. Debbie has been straight lying all of okay. season two. <laughs> God, Debbie, we have to cut your tongue out, girl. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad she had to tell this lie though. This was a good lie because he was trying to come for the gays. Okay. So yeah. you ain't gonna come for the gays. Yeah. You know what? There's two leagues of gay gay mm. bowlers, damn it. Okay, if you want to play like that. But no, I'm glad she came for him. I don't know how she's going to pull this together, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. go home, Deb. Then we get a scene of Melanie and Lindsay, and uh, things are hot and heavy and steamy in their bedroom. <laughs> Girl, leader gays, isn't that little, that little push they needed, yeah, okay? Yeah, and that's what they say. You know, all we needed was a jump start, and that's what Lita gave them. And they're like, okay, now we're back. Our dry spell has been has been lifted. And they are having them a beautiful grand old time. For real, because they, they were on the drought for a minute. <laughs> yeah. But again, when, when I love to see them intimate, though. It just seems so real. Like, it's hard to not really see them as a real couple. Like, I mean, I know it's acting. But it's I know, but these like, actors yeah. do, or these actresses do go all in. All in. I mean, this scene was fire to me. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy Melanie and Lindsay as much as I do. But, I mean, like, they're fire. I love that chemistry between the both of them. That scene was hot. Well, while they're in the, well, I guess they're done, but they're, you know, talking and they're having this little, having this they're little, having a moment. Yeah, this little after moment. Well, they have still not learned how to close that door. And so Lita comes in. She's girl, like, hey, girls, I, I heard the floorboards. Squeak. Lita came from right, downstairs. Yo, that line right there. Okay, that's how you know you overstepping. You said you heard the floorboards mm-hmm. squeaking. And she says, I thought we could have a slumber party. Well, Melanie and Lindsay immediately kind of tense up, and luckily Gus starts crying on the little baby monitor. <laughs> Girl, they were saved by the baby. Yeah, saved by the baby. Lita was not. That's ballsy. I mean, you're gonna bust up in someone's bedroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, like we're married. Let me let me invite you. Yeah. Okay, like let me invite you. Hey, you know, so we thinking we want a spicy little night again. We in here doing our thing. Yeah, doing our thing, and you literally gonna come in here too much. You heard the floor. I mean, Mel, Mel was doing her thing. Mel was doing her thing, okay? Had that bed rocking, Mr. Flintstone, okay? But anyway, you're going to bring your ass upstairs because you heard the floorboard squeaking? Yeah. That's some thirsty-ass shit. Girl. If anything, that should tell you to stay away. That part. 
that's caution, caution. They're having intimate times to themselves. Yeah. You should be thanking yourself for getting it back going, not trying to add yourself in as a plus one. What the hell? Uh, Well, so it's clear, again, lack of communication. It's clear that they have not talked about the the incident. Yeah, because we knew it happened, and then we it, things kind of went silent on that for a little while. Right, right. But now we're back to it, and it's like, okay, that happened, and they never addressed it. I always wonder, does it cause any issues when you... You invite someone into your relationship. I know a lot of people who are like, oh, we're open. I'm not close to, close to them enough where I can like ask them deep questions. But I've always been curious. Like, yeah. I mean, you have to be extremely secure or you're like, I mean, especially with someone that you know, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't think if I if, if me and Brad was going to do that, it would clearly have to be someone that we would never have to see again. Right. We're on a vacation, you know, like yeah. and we've been together for a long time, you know, a long time. So. I don't know. I just feel like that always brings extra added drama. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, especially when you're not looking for a polyamorous relationship. Right. I can see that being a little tricky when you invite someone in that you are, no, you're going to have to see them every day. Like, they're living in your house yeah. every day, especially when y'all have not been able to, like, yeah. have this conversation about how this is going to work. Weird. Oh, my yeah. God. Anywho, we leave that for a moment, and Ted is, we're back at Ted's studio, and he is passing out paychecks to his, uh, workers oh that talent girl. yeah <laughs> and his assistant guy is there and he's telling Ted, you know like you told him that this is your dream job and you're you know you're living this great dream but you didn't even look up when these like really hot men were walking by you and he kind of alerts ted to the fact that he's numb to all the action that's around him i wonder how i mean well i mean I don't, can that ever happen I mean, like, God. I, I, I don't know. I don't spend, like, 12 hours in a porn well, studio. True, 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 true. <laughs> like, but I'm thinking, like, that's something that used to excite him. You know, like, he was right. super, hey, But you- no, no, no. It's what they say. Like, you're, a lot of times, your passion can, if you start doing your passion as a career, you start to hate it. Like, I love photography. I started doing wedding photography, and now I don't even own a camera anymore. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, I can see it then. But I was just like... This is what, if it wasn't for porn, he wouldn't even be in this um, you know, industry. He was let go for some shit like that, right. you know? The name of your site is because of what happened to you, you know? Right. So, I mean, I was just like... Go ahead. I was just like, how? Like, how do, how do you get there? Like, you're just doing things that Ted wouldn't... Season one, Ted, I would have never saw this coming. I have a theory on this one, too. Okay. Oh, girl, I love your theories. Go ahead. This is what he gets for making fun of the girls. Now, he's got a case of LBD. Oh, my God. <laughs> that like is karma. so funny. <laughs> karma. And yep, yep, yep. What was it, two episodes ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's hilarious. See, Ted? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Better keep it quiet. And then just to test out what the assistant says, he turns on a video and nothing. No results. Nothing. No motivation. No. <laughs> poor Ted. Yeah, poor Ted. Uh, then we see Brian, and he is up late at the loft working, looking very handsome there at the desk. Mm-hmm. Girl, him just sitting. Brian is one of those type of people. I mean, he can, he can do anything and just bring sexy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Him sitting there. Sex on legs. That's yeah. what Aaron calls him, yeah. right? Brian. Exactly. Sex on legs. Kenny. Sex on legs. Our friend, Kenny. our friend Aaron from It's a Fandom Thing podcast. Y'all check her out, y'all. She's dope, too. She's if you so haven't already sweet. yet. So amazing. Exactly. Both of them. Check that channel out for sure. But yes, I mean, he's sitting there looking stressed, swamped in papers, but somehow him sitting there with his legs open. <laughs> I mean, that was, I was just like, damn, girl, that's so hot. 
I mean, I literally said that. Like, that man just exudes sexiness. I don't know how he does it, but it, it he does it. Yeah. Well, so Justin walks in and you would think, here's this wonderful, sexy man waiting for you to get home. But but I want to plug this here. So we as the audience know more about what's going on with Brian than Justin does at this point. Like, Justin doesn't know that Brian was there at the hospital every night while he was in a coma. You know, uh, he doesn't know that Brian was having to get himself way messed up to avoid dealing with his pain and his emotions the whole time Justin was there at the hospital. Right. He doesn't know how excited uh, Brian was to... Help him. Uh, well, yeah, and to come home after he went to Chicago to win that account. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't know how excited he was to come home and share with him that he had made partner. Like, there's all the... like. We know these things, and it's easy for us to judge Justin, but we have to remember that he doesn't know all of what's going on with Brian. He doesn't know that Brian was at the hospital with Michael that night, dealing with Ben and having to relive his own issues. And so when he comes in there, it's like, dude, what are you complaining about? But he doesn't know all of what's going on. Right. You know, this is why I love doing this show with you, because sometimes I miss the gray area. I'm very black and white. Oh, well, he ain't doing this, so yeah, he can do this. But the in-betweens, I forget the sentimental parts. Brian was happy to come home for that trip. You know, he could have stayed in Chicago that whole weekend, did yeah, his thing. Yeah, celebrate on his own. Yeah, yeah. could have done all of that. But he chose to come home. He was happy. Came to the club. Asked, the first thing was, where's Justin? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was happy to share that news. And he was news. bouncing. Yeah, bouncing. <laughs> like, where is he? Yeah. To share that news. I forget about those small little things, you know. The him early in the season, him at the hospital every day. Only the person who knew he was doing it was the nurse. Mm-hmm. You know, like not even the mom. And Jennifer, who didn't even tell it. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer knew. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Well, because think... Jennifer tells Brian, like, I know you were there. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. I remember. Me. I remember. I remember. Yeah. I mean, those small things. I mean, those are large things. But to him, he's like those things. I don't even have to boast about. I don't have to brag about those mm-hmm. things. You know. And oh, damn, I so wish Justin could see that. But Brian needs to do a better job of letting him see <laughs> shit like that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he tells Michael something in the last episode, and he says, I've, I've never told anybody this. And right. so, yeah, but I think, okay, there are times when I can side with, with Brian on some things, because there are some things that are very simple, that should be very simple to convey, like how you feel about a person being, be it a family member, a friend, or or a romantic partner, that should be very easy. But when you do have these emotional hangups, these emotional traumas, it's very hard to do the simple things. And so right. there's a lot of times where I can sympathize with him. And so that's why those small but big things that he does just kind of lodge themselves in my mind. Right, yeah. yeah. I can get it. Anyway, sorry. We, I got way off on that. But Justin comes in and he's like, oh, hey, you're up late. And uh, Brian says, yeah, that's what happens when you're partner. And he says, where have you been? And Justin says he was out studying. And then he shows him the rage poster that he had been working on and Brian's Brian looks at it and he compliments it but then he's like hey I told you I would help you with that because remember yeah after the episode with the whole peeing on the art thing <laughs> Brian said that he would help them promote this and Justin says well you know you're you've been busy you you know you're too busy and so even that show like Brian's like I was going to help you do this like I want to help you do this but Justin won't let him in right he mm-hmm. won't let him in because he's already like no you, you're too busy you don't care about what I got going on right. so it's just like even in the smallest things both of them are aware hey we got some issues we're a little rocky right now yeah but it's not being dealt with head on yeah and I wonder if Brian think it's just gonna work itself out you know like he doesn't know either one way or the other because he's never been in this. We're position. not gonna underestimate Brian because Brian is smart. Okay? No, 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 no. I think he knows something's going on. Yeah, I think he doesn't know if it'll work itself out or not because he's never been in a relationship. But does he even care? Because I feel like when you when you care, like 
you make sure it's going to work itself out. Yeah. You know, so that, that's what I want to get to. That's what, that's why I want to be in his mind. Like, we all fucking know that Brian cares for Justin. Right. Like, we do. Why is it so hard for him just to accept? Well, we know Brian doesn't do relationships, so it, it, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I to, understand. Because he doesn't want to do relationships, but he's doing a relationship. Yeah. And he's like, well, crap, even if I didn't want this, I'm here, here. it is. Yeah. This is like deep within me now. And so, mm. yeah. I think he cares. I do think he I cares. I mean, we all know he cares, but I mean, like, do you care enough to go get that person? Well, know? that's what you gotta wait to see. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, Justin is there and he's showing him his drawing and then he's gonna walk off and Brian pulls him over to him. He's like, hey, come here. And he's trying to give him a kiss and Justin's like, oh, I need to go shower or I stink. And Brian ain't stupid. And Change so he behavior. says, from studying and Justin's like, oh yeah, I was sweating over a project. Mm-hmm. And... Brian's probably think like if this was just some regular trick, we always we can talk about our tricks. Yeah. Like, what's the big issue? Uh-huh. But you're like, now you're making it weird. Yeah, now, you made it real weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And why are you like you rushing off to the shower? You want to give me any attention? Like, right. When we saw earlier this, uh, what literally Brian's trick had walked out. Justin and Jennifer came up the elevator yeah. into the loft, and then as soon as Jennifer was out, Justin immediately jumped Brian. So yeah. it ain't like a shower is absolutely necessary between. Yeah. tricks and them <laughs> exactly so yeah now you're changing behavior so now you're yeah. looking suspicious you're looking funny yeah so then brian joins justin in the shower it's a nice scene there but brian followed him there because mm-hmm. he's wanting to spend his time with him but he and he knows something's weird and so he is still pursuing him in a way still following him in a way and so that's another reason why i'm like yeah no he definitely cares and he's doing what he does best like they connect best when they're intimate with each other right so. and so he goes back like Okay, let's regroup. Let's let's reconnect. So they're they're kind of, they're kissing, and um, in the middle of it, Justin pulls back and he's just looking at him. and He says, "Brian," like he's about to, you know, <laughs> continue mm-hmm. the conversation. And I think that Justin, I think a part of him wants to confess or he at does. least to to talk about something, you know, to say something here. And Brian gives him space to say it to speak. You know, he knows that something's up, and so he he gives him a chance. To say whatever he's going to say. What do you think he was going to say in that moment? Justin? Yeah. I don't know that he would have been like, I'm cheating on you. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe he would have told him, I'm conflicted. I'm unhappy. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think he was going to ask him, do you love me? That's oh, a possibility. If he would have asked him that and he got the response that he needed, I think he would have cut everything off with Ethan immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he got the answer of like, oh, sunshine, we all love something. Or, you know, whatever Brian, you know how Brian would say something, you know. Then or I have think, you turned into a girl or, you yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah. Brian's going to say something like that. So, yeah. I mean, I think he was looking for the, he was about to ask him that, but he didn't want to face the reject. He didn't want to face the answer because he, Brian is unpredictable. Like, you don't know, like, you know what you want him to say. Yeah. But he's always going to tell you the opposite. Yeah. I think it, there, there was a brief moment of vulnerability from both of them there, but they just, I mean, it's just like with everything else, like they can just, you need to just say it and address it and bring it up. Right. And, they're just not not doing that, which is hard to watch, but mm-hmm. it makes it very honest and very, very real. So something else about this scene that we both noticed was how Brian always uses protection and they work it in in a way where it's not like preachy. They just make it very like natural yeah. and normal. Very natural. I mean, like, I love that they, they advocate for safe sex. Yeah. I mean, like, they. I mean, you literally just see him. I don't know where the condom even came from. You came in butt naked. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's like a little soap dish up yeah, there they sit in. Something. I don't know. He's prepared. Because, you know, they, they they smash everywhere. I mean, in that house. <laughs> everywhere. So he's prepared everywhere. He probably just had one in his crack and just pulled it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah. It's like a magic trick, like a coin behind yeah, your ear. Yeah, that part. You know? just, <laughs> ding, just pull it out and he ripped it with his mouth and threw it. You know, like, go ahead, Brian. But uh, I, that's one thing I do love about him. Like, he's very safe. Although, you know, he has multiple partners. He makes sure he takes the right precautions. So. Yeah, yeah. I love that for Brian's character and also just how the writers, at that time when they were writing this, it was very important to, right. to emphasize uh, to emphasize that. Because we didn't have all that prep stuff now, you know, like um, back then, like they do now. So yeah. you had to use the condoms. Yeah. But the other thing that's clear about this scene is that they both still want each other and not just sexually because, yeah, I mean, this was a... You can say it it's a, a hot sex scene. scene. It's a sex scene, but it's, but it's, it's more, more than, that. than that. Always with them, it's mm-hmm. more than that. It's always, I mean, even from the very first time they had sex, the way Brian treated the first time that he gave it to right. Justin, because he could have treated him like, oh, you're a little kid. I'm going to do you dirty. I'm going to smash you and leave you, never see you again, you know? Mm-hmm. But he took his time and, mm-hmm. and cared for the guy. So even like even now, moving forward to the relationship, I mean, it's always more than sex. Like, yeah. We go back to what we just said earlier. The chemistry is fired. It like yeah. It's a true couple. It's I like, really feel like it's a conversation with them. Too. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. nonverbal The way their body moves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It fits. Per- I said it before. Their bodies fit like a perfect puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And I think they know each other's thoughts when they're looking at each other. Or even, not even that. They, somehow, when they're connected sexually, I feel like they, they can read each other's mind. Like, yeah. They know I feel exactly like they can communicate with a different level of honesty mm-hmm. and openness when they're like that. Yeah. So Melanie and Lindsay are out with Gus and they are trying to figure out how to get Lita out of their bed. <laughs> um, Girl. But it's tricky because Lita is a friend yeah. and uh, she's staying there while she's working on Lindsay's studio. And she's doing a big job, too. Yeah, she is. And it's not like she took advantage of them or manipulated them. Like they invited her into this thing. Exactly. And- so, but they're like, okay, but how do we tell her? Like, we don't want you up in here anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, tricky. I would hate yeah. to be them. And they decide to take the coward's way out. And they're like, look, she's almost done with the attic. So let's just let her finish. And then we're just going to wait her out. You know, once it's done, we can be like, oh, man, we're so sad to see you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, well, she did say she was going to pack up and leave once it's over with. You know, she was going to use her couch while she was doing the work. So I can kind of see that happening. But damn, y'all grown. It's y'all house and y'all married. Like, what? what? Yeah. Come on. Like, don't do that. Like, go ahead and just tell this girl, hey, listen, it was fun. And we enjoyed ourselves. Trust mm-hmm. me. We Man, enjoyed that was ourselves. a once in a lifetime thing. It sure was. We're gonna, <laughs> the mem- when we get older, we're going to talk about that one night. Yeah. That one time yeah. we did that. That yeah. one time the three of us, we became as one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's tricky. You know, that's why I said I could never do that with someone I know. Someone that I call a friend at that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Never. Uh, no, not, not, not me. And especially not someone that my, my wife or partner has right, already been already, with. Right, has yeah. already been with. And not just like a one-time thing. But like together. Like, yeah, like, y'all got memories and yeah. stories and all this. Like, uh-uh. nah, I ain't that secure myself. Yeah, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> I, just, I, I just could not. Yeah. Uh, so also out on the street are Michael and Justin, and they are hanging the Rage promo posters that Justin printed out. And uh, we hear that dang violin music again. Girl, I heard that fiddle, and my ears pointed up. Yeah. Ooh, I hear him, he close. But yeah. I'm thinking, this boy is messy as hell. He knew. He's stalking He ain't <laughs> never in this area. Okay? Yeah. Like, you ain't never in this. Why are you over here in this area now? Mm-hmm. Like, get the hell up out of here, Ethan. Yeah. Uh, so Justin sends Michael on a fool's errand. He's like, oh, let's, you go do that part of the road way, way, way miles away down there, and I'll do this area. But really, it's just a setup for him to be able to go and speak to Ethan. Mm-hmm. But Michael didn't even leave. I'm like, Michael, you with your little, oh, I want a staple slow head. 
Like, I was like, uh-uh. Like, this is how you know. That's why I say Justin caught feelings. Because, I mean, you ditched your business partner to go run over to say hi to somebody who didn't even see you. Yeah. I think Justin likes the feeling it gives him. But it's okay if you think that he caught An feelings. adrenaline rush. I think he likes... We all like to be... Well, many of us like to be... To be chased and to be seen and to feel like to we all flattered. like that shit. Everybody like that. Everybody <laughs> likes that. But he didn't have his fix. You've been over there multiple times. Okay. Well, you know, it's like me when I go and like discover some cupcake at some place. I like I go eat it up. Like I go there like ten times until I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. You got to stop this. <laughs> Girls are like me. My God, definitely yeah. sounds like me. Well, so we go back. You know. Yeah. Well, I guess things so. that make us feel good. Well, he going back to get his second helping. Okay. And he goes over to listen to his bay play. Anyway, so uh, they they talk a little bit, and Ethan is asking him like what he's doing. He invites him to go get a latte, and Justin's like, "No, we got to get this work done." He invites him to go see a movie, and the movie—it's a French film, I think. And yes, it's about a story about two men who are in love with one woman. It sounds very familiar. Some mm-hmm. nice turns of phrases. Yes, uh, one phrase about you know the one person that they're both in love with having the ability to break the hearts of the other two people. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's like, what is that? That's what I'm saying. Ethan needs to take two seats, okay? Like, boy, yeah. you, you are too much, okay? Yeah. Like, dang. Yeah, because I feel like he's all... I can understand you pressuring him to make a decision, but I almost feel like you're like, I don't know. Like, bro, stop it, okay? Like, my thing was, enjoy what you have, okay? Right. Like, you know this boy got a man. You know that he loves this man. He's just missing certain aspects, you know what I'm saying? So he's... He, right. Yes, he's using you. You're using him. Like, that's what it is. Like, I mean, you're a play. You know what I'm saying? You're an F buddy. You know, I think, yeah, there are layers to Justin and why he's doing this thing with Ethan and what he's getting out of it. But I also think it's just like, he's 19. He's going to like want to know what it's like. Okay, I know what this relationship is like. And so now I want to see what this will be like. And so I think some of that's in there too. But anyway. Yeah, I'll give him that. Anyway, of. so... They are, you know, they finish talking and then they finish this with a very public middle of the day kiss. And who is looking with a looking self? But Michael, Michael Novotny. Oh, girl. <laughs> he was really that looking to. the last person on earth you want to see. I was like, that's the things. wrong one. At first, when the, thing start, the scene started, I thought it was Brian. I was like, oh, baby, you, you doing a bit much. Yeah, yeah Michael so. is oblivious to everything yeah. except for this yeah. and then when i say it was mike i was like oh hell no that's the wrong person <laughs> like the worst the wrong absolute worst yeah. wrong person you could have ever chosen to be with you right now yeah like, god so i don't feel very happy or excited about any of that i know it made my heart jump yeah then we see ted and he is a little lonely there at, at woody's well brian shows up and he's like hey what's what's going on with you uh schmidt and uh he tells him the the unthinkable has happened um he's immune immune to porn oh my god that is the unthinkable, though, girl. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> devastating. That's what I was like, how? Like, yeah. why? No. Well, Brian tells him, you know, too much of a good thing. <laughs> that part. Seriously, though. God, but I like this exchange between. I like I like when it's just Brian I and Ted. I love the two of them. Yeah. Because I feel like Ted um, Ted always throws it back to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just as witty. You know, they just yeah. two different people. Like, so, I mean, I like how they play together. Yeah. So Brian does decide to be helpful and he tells him, hey, you need to just stop watching and do. 
And he asked Ted, what's your what's your secret sexual fantasy or like your greatest sexual fantasy? And Ted is reluctant to tell him. And I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you cannot make fun of me. Don't embarrass me. And yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't trust Brian with it <laughs> with that I information. Uh, uh, but Ted decides, you know, what have I got to lose? So he whispers in his ear and tells him what it is. Uh, and Ryan says now, like, okay, okay, we can work with that. I love how Brian was just so chill with it. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that was the best advice he could have given him. You know, like, yeah. hey, stop talking about it. Be about it. You're like, you're standing on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Get into the action. Right. Because that's been his issue the whole time. Like, Ted lives this fantasy mm-hmm. life. And so, yeah, he's made a career out of that, made that work in his career. But it's like, for, but for your real life, that's not working for you. Exactly. Yeah. You need someone else present, another human that's. <laughs> in your life you know like yeah. you need something like especially I mean, for a person like ted who is constantly looking for love yeah, somewhere or know? at least a little action some type of somewhere. affection like he yeah. needs some type of attention mm-hmm. other than emmett you know yeah. uh then we see the makeshift bowling team <laughs> practicing and it's debbie emmett vick Ben is there, Michael, Brian, Lindsay, and Justin. I don't know where Melanie is. Oh, maybe home with the Gus. baby. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't they, want my wife they... all along with Lita lurking at working. <laughs> I mean, the, that's the, the that doors. could be where mm-hmm. where Melanie was at. We don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're all practicing, and uh, there is a clear weak link. Um, Emmett. Oh my honey poor cut. baby. I'm sorry. My baby. <laughs> yeah. You got all the swag though. Okay. You look so good out there with that ball. Yeah. Uh but Ben looks amazing, but Michael is being super protective mother hen and doesn't want to let him play. And the other thing about Michael, he is he's got some uh, snod comments for for Justin there. Yeah, I don't like any of that shit. Mm-mm. Like Michael, you are not one to talk. Okay, like yeah. stop it right now. <laughs> because what did he do to David? You know what I'm saying? Well, didn't he go out and just have like a one night, oh, whatever the fuck? Um, he did. Well, that was after David got caught in the bath. Ba- David wasn't did. doing anything in the bath, though. What, 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 was he, what was he doing? I think what it was, was like he? a hand job. A hand job. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Uh-huh. But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so two wrongs make a right? Yeah. You know, I'm going to say it now because I'm probably going to forget to say it later. Justin is your business partner, and I feel like you should have... Well, no, I'll save it. No, Justin is your business partner. You should have some type of loyalty to him. Also, you guys talk on a regular basis now. You right, should at y'all least... are like developing this friendship yeah. thing. I feel like he should have gone to Justin. And also, you need Justin. Justin is bringing this <laughs> shit to life, idiot. For real, because this, that, those 10 million story ideas you had turned out yeah, to really be Justin's one. real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you kind of need him because actually he has caught, he can sue your ass for that story because that's a little <laughs> bit too similar to his own real life. Yeah, I think that there's some fan fiction out there where Justin does end up suing Michael over some stuff related to rage. Right. I haven't read the whole thing. Well, it needed to happen. But yeah, I feel like that was no loyalty. Like for one, the little relationship we are building, you're crushing it. Right. You should have had enough respect for me to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? I actually saw what Even happened the other day. if you call me out and tell me I'm wrong, just yeah. come to me. Yeah. yeah. And say like, listen, Brian is my friend. I'm going to have to tell him. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather you tell him than I tell him. You know what I'm saying? Like something mm-hmm. like that. Cliche shit, but yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so... They're all practicing. Well, Debbie is very competitive, and I don't blame her. And so she she tries to cut poor Emmett from the team in favor of Ben, except <laughs> Michael won't allow it. He won't let him play. That's a shade. You know, for one, I feel like that was Michael throwing some shade at Debbie. Finally, Debbie <laughs> wants him. She needs him. You know, Debbie needs him. He's like, him. yeah, no, now no, you can't have it. <laughs> you're not playing, and that's final. Yeah. You are not my daddy, boy. You yeah. 
Yes, you want him to be fine, but you also, you're trying to shade your mama. Stop playing, boy. <laughs> Stop playing. Your mama needs your man. You don't want her to have it because she was never nice to him. Yeah. Well, on the way out, uh, after they have finished this round of practice, on their way out, they run into Carl and his friends. And uh, Brian tells Michael, oh, cover your ears. Oh, <laughs> you know? Hilarious. But anyway, he like he loves to poke at his friends at times, and so of course here he's getting at Michael because Debbie is there with her, um, you know, her boo thing. Yeah, her boo. Carl tries to lean in and give Debbie just a little peck, and she rebuffs him every time. Like all of his attempts, even earlier when they were at the the, the bowling alley together on the double date, she wouldn't let him get too close, you know. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that she's playing with him. Um, yeah, yo, she. I think he read her ass like a book. He sure did. In this scene <laughs> yeah. right here, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I know, I understand why you're so competitive because you're the queen of the games. I was like, oh, yeah. Did you just Ooh. come for her pearls? <laughs> he, I mean, he she needed to clutch them mugs because he just came for her. I was yeah. like, dang. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? What you mean? Uh-uh. And he gave her a walk off. I was yeah. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, mm, Debbie, they go get your man Girl, if you want him. <laughs> you better go get him, all right? Because that little cold shoulder game, it ain't working no more. He, he no. on to it. Then we see Ben and Michael, and they're getting ready for bed. And Michael is very worried. He's worried about Ben. He says he's worried about Brian and Justin. He's worried about Vic. And Ben's like, uh, what's going on with Brian and Justin? Why are you worried about them? Are they trying to figure out what trick to take home? <laughs> and he tells him that he saw Justin kissing someone. And Ben's like, oh, yeah, no big deal. I do that all the time. And he's like, no, no, like really kissing someone. And then he says, okay, well, does Justin know that you saw him? Which Ben is like us, like, okay, did you tell Justin you right. saw him or did he see you see him? Exactly. <laughs> you know? And he says, no, he didn't see me. I was across the street. And then he asks him, well, do I tell Brian or not? I don't even know why Michael asks because I know Michael already has his mind made up. But Ben says, no, don't tell him. Yeah. Because if you're... If you're wrong, he'll be upset. And if you're right, he'll be upsetter. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be even more upset. No, facts, though. Like, I mean, I guess it is a weird position for Michael to be in because, I mean, Brian is his very, very, very best friend. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, then he should have did some investigations. He should have went right to Justin, like we said he should have, and had that conversation with Justin to see what was going on. He doesn't know who that man is. You don't, you don't know who Justin's kissing. Right. I mean, you don't know what they, what's going on. Maybe Justin just signed up for the play at the school or something. You know what I'm saying? And they there are all kinds of explanations to be yeah, making like out you, with somebody you, in Miller Street. Yeah, I playing mean, the violin. I do that like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, that part. Okay. You see, she didn't say Tuesdays. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I think he should have had that conversation. So, yeah, stay out of it. Because yeah. if you do tell him you're wrong, now you look nosy and like you're trying to break some shit up, you know? Right. Well, so like if I saw Brad doing this, I know him. Like, now, even though you and I are, like, right. booze, yes. I know him, too, and I love him, too, and respect him, and I would go to him, like, hey, what's up? What's, yeah, what's, like, what was that? What's going on? I you saw know? that, so I'm not trying to pry or anything, but, you know, you know, we are all friends. I just yeah. want to know what's going on, you right, know, like, yeah. it's putting me in an awkward position. Right. So I kind of want to know what's up. Mm-hmm. So I would have given him that courtesy yeah. first to go to him even even if i had to say dude you know you're wrong but tell me what's going on here yeah. <laughs> you know something no, like absolutely, that absolutely absolutely but no he didn't do that yeah so, so then we get this little scene and we see a hand and we see brian's bracelet and we follow that hand up you know that or that wrist <laughs> up uh up an arm and then a body and then a face and it is ted it is ted i was like damn he's getting Looking me brian. beautiful girl he was looking like i mean 
I so wish this was Ted on a daily basis, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because he doesn't get the credit that, that he deserves. Confident Ted is yeah. so, I think, I think Ted's uh, very gorgeous. You know how I feel. Yeah. I was like, damn. Okay, mm-hmm. like, Ted, I am feeling you, okay? I mean, he brought out all the waterworks, everything. I know, the he's everything. got the Evian pouring over his head, very bright. I don't know why they're pouring Evian. Evian's expensive. They it's, need to pour some tap water. I was thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, you got money to blow. Yeah. I mean, he's at the loft, and um, there is, like, a gang of tricks on the bed over there, that platform bed under the blue lights, and so... Girl, I was like, this is a good-ass dream. the poppers, and so, yeah, like, yeah, you were thinking, like, yeah. when's he gonna wake up? When's he because gonna wake up? he was just too smooth. Like, yeah. I mean, that boy was smooth, okay? He hit it. I mean, from the pants with... He literally had the no shirt on, the pants, and the no shoes and socks on. That's Brian's signature. <laughs> yeah. That's that it, Brian rocks that so sexy. It's yeah. simple. Like I mean, it, he has no clothes on, but a pair of pants. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm And it's just so sexy. And somehow Ted embodied all of that. Yeah. Like I mean, he embodied all of that. Just the, the little bitty essence of of Brian. Yeah. And it, I mean, it worked. Great, uh, great Ted scene here. Uh, so we go over to Torso uh, the next day, and we. Find out because Brian's there with um with Ted, and we find out Brian set this all up for him. So this is the fantasy that he whispered to Brian. Yep. Basically, it's like to be you, to live life, to experience life the way you experience it for a night. You know? Now we know why Brian was like, "Cool, I can work with that. I can yeah. do that." Uh, <laughs> flattery that's gets you very, everywhere. Yeah, that's a very good fantasy. Yeah, you know, I knew it was gonna be that when I got the perfect one for you. Yeah. Okay? And but the fact it, that Brian can actually call up some tricks and shit that quickly and say, meet at my apartment. You know what I'm saying? I got something set up. Yeah. I mean, that boy is the man. Well, and even that he would do this for Ted, you know? Right. That he would set that up. I'm like, yeah, sure. Use my loft. Use my guys. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, Crazy. Here's my bracelet. Yeah. So, yeah, Brian's a good friend when he wants to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but also, we find out Emma's working back at Torso, you know, because he lost his millions. So, Back oh, at, my back poor at baby. But at least they let him come back and he was yeah, living on top of the world. They did. But, uh, yeah, so Ted borrowed Brian's life and his bracelet. And Wait, let me tell you though. Why did Emmett leave Torso in the first place? Well, I wonder if it's... Well, he started doing, like, multiple jobs. He started Yeah, but doing, why did he start doing the multiple jobs is the question. Because he was working at Torso since we known you him. You know, I don't recall. I don't know if they ever explained that. Or maybe they didn't. I just can't remember it right now. Because he did the, the, the naked and The maid, naked maid thing. But... Was Michael with him doing that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they did it together. Because uh-huh. Michael had to quit. That's before Michael got his job back, I think. Right, 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 yes. right, right. Before okay, he got yeah. his job back at the Big Q. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think, just... he, I think him is, like, always doing some little odd jobs. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just want to know. He, okay. he feels like that kind of person. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so he's back there for whatever reason. Ted returns Brian's bracelet, and then uh, Brian leaves. And so Emmett's like, hey, what was that about? What's going on? And so he tells him what happened, and we see that scene all over again. <laughs> and it's like, this is more Girl, like I had right. To, you know, <laughs> clearly I had, like, the sleepy, foggy eye the first time I watched it, I guess. <laughs> because when the second one came, I was like, okay. That, yeah, that, it's like, that's this is on like brand. It. This mm-hmm. is on brand. You know, Very he nearly brand. drowns on the water. He nearly <laughs> chokes on the poppers. Yes. And he can't get in where he fits in with the tricks. So. <laughs> I was like, baby, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you should just be the photographer, Okay. <laughs> Just sit back and observe. Please, yeah. do what you do best and watch. Yeah. Because okay? you, you're uh, making everything awkward. Yeah, and Ted tells him um, it was uh, meaningless and empty, and Emmett was like, wow, you really were, Brian. 
And even though it's a little, yeah, it's a little bit of a shade in Jeff. It's funny as hell. It's funny, but I also like it because it's true. That's really what tricking is for Brian. Yeah. It's it's fun for the moment. It's a nice release. It feels good in the moment. It's a distraction, but then it's empty and meaningless. Yep. Let it go. And there's no shame or guilt in that. No. He knows what it is. That's his code. That's, you know, that's his motto. That's his creed. Because he'll get what he needs intimately from Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what we see with Ted is that he is kind of aimless again because he's, he it thought worked. things were going to yeah. work out with Luke from the church, and then that that didn't pan out. And then not even his trusty porn is doing it for him again anymore. So we just need to, you know, it's not with Ted. It's not even about sex. They need to get take this man to some confidence boosting class. That's really what it is, because he's looking for it in all these external things. And yeah. he's like fantasizing and fixating on what it should look like and what perfection right. is. And it's like, dude, you just need some internal. Yeah, that's you all. Need to get, you got to go do your eat, pray, love. That part, girl, that's all he needs. <laughs> I'm know? telling you. Well, Emmett, being the great friend that he is, I love their their friendship. We've seen it all season. And it's been Ted encouraging Emmett lately because of George, you know, the George situation. Mm-hmm. But now, now that's kind of reversing again. And Emmett tells him, you know, you'll be okay. Love comes at the strangest time and in the strangest ways. Like, hey, you're going to be fine. Uh, then we see Lita, and she's leading the girls up to the newly renovated attic, and it looks great. She did a great job. Lita did that. Like, yeah. I mean, she kicked ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. I don't know what Lindsay thought she was going to do up in the attic. But, Lindsay uh, could have never. <laughs> she, Lindsay could never. Great was not enough D- uh, VHSs for you to do what Lita did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Period. So she also has some wine set up for them, and they're going to toast. She says, let's toast to making art to making your friends happy and to making love. And they're like, mm, oh, not on girl, that third one. Please. Like, <laughs> Lita is very, very bold. Like, I mean, she hasn't <laughs> even asked them yet, can she even be the third? Like, she just made herself into the throuple. Well, she just assumed that yeah. she was because they allowed her to be that time, so. I mean, she has to feel awkward. I mean, coming into a married couple's relation bed. I mean. But it's already a tricky situation because, you, like we said earlier, you've already been with one of them. Right, right. And then the other one was kind of already making eyes at you. And then. Well, we already knew. Yeah. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Y'all in a mess. Y'all in a mess. Yeah. Y'all got a whole lot going on there. Uh, well, Melanie's like, well, now that your work's done, oh, I guess you're going to be moving on. And Lindsay's like, oh, yeah, I'll be sad to see you go. I was like, she should have never said that. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were going with that. Yeah. But girl, you should never said that. I know what you were trying to yeah, do, but like, uh-uh, that was too much. Girl. Laid it on too thick. Yeah, because Lita came back with everybody. Yeah, bro. she's like, well, you know, your garage could be turned into guest quarters. <laughs> and, you know, for someone who wants to visit or stay around or... You can maybe rent it to a special friend. <laughs> that part. But I'm thinking, like, girl, if you got some money, just go get you a place. Yeah, well, they should talk. Um, RHOA doesn't allow that. We yeah, can't. that part. <laughs> that, that, that's definitely against the homeowners yeah, rules. Like, yeah. association. Our neighborhood cannot. code won't allow that to happen. No. Mm-mm. Well, Lindsay, you know, Melanie's getting ready to just be like, look, this is what it is. Because they had had that conversation earlier on who should be the one to tell her. And right. Lindsay was like, well, you should do it. She's your friend, but also you're better at rejecting people. Yeah. But Lindsay steps in to say, like, hey, it was meaningful, but, you know, it was a one-time thing. And Melanie pretty much backs that up and says, thanks, but, you know, it's time for you to go. 
And this is what I mean. Like, they should have discussed the terms of this before Beforehand. they got down into this. Because <laughs> it, it, it shouldn't be this muddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it should be cutting Communication, dry, be consent, all of that is so important. Yeah, it shouldn't be this muddy. And they all. should have learned about not clearly defining boundaries and rules. I mean, they had the whole issue with Gus. Like, they mm-hmm. should know better. They, yeah, but you know, people don't learn. People do not learn. People do not learn. But, um... <laughs> I'm glad Lindsay actually stepped up to the plate because I yeah. feel like she did it to save Mel. I think so in, too, yeah. to protect her and exactly. from having to hurt her friend. Exactly. Like that. Mm-hmm. So I love that she actually stepped up and said it. And then, you know, Mel adding an extra. And then also with, with Lindsay saying it, Lita and Lindsay always had a little rocky, you know what I'm saying? Like she was always threatened right, by right. Lita. So it could easily be like, girl, it was so good. Like, trust me, we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it's time to go now. You yeah. know, like, I mean, like, so I think it was best coming from Lindsay. I wish Mel would have just kept it quiet. When Mel spoke, that actually, you know, changed Lita. Yeah, she was definitely caught um, off guard by that. And she's like, okay, I renovated your attic and your sex life. And now it's like so long, you want me out of here. Like, she feels like they took advantage of her. And I can kind of feel that, but not really. Because you said (laughs) out your own mouth that you were coming here to do my attic and to leave because your other other spot came up. So, I mean, like, you said you were going to do this and leave. Yeah. I think to her, it feels like a sudden shift. Like there was this, and you got to admit, there was a slow build up to what happened because of how things were going with her and Lindsay. So there was a slow build up to it. And then for them to now be like, all right, bye, peace. Right. So I, I get the girls are making the relation, this decision for their relationship. And I totally get that. But I also get Lita's side of things, feeling blindsided. Yeah. They should have spoke to her about it. Yeah, because they could have, I understand, you know, it was hot and heavy and very in the moment, but they, just a quick little, hey, before we get down into this, let's talk about this, yeah. and then let's go on. And- or even after it happened, because in that moment, if you had to break it up and stop it, they wouldn't have been hot no more. You know what I'm saying? It would have been staged. <laughs> so I'm glad that it did, they didn't do the rules and shit beforehand, but the very next day when y'all sitting there eating breakfast or whatever the case, or she working at it, hey, you know what I'm saying, girl, that was so mm-hmm. fun. I mean- the conversation, okay, these are the ground rules now. You know, this mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. We don't want anything to get funny because we love you so much, Lita. Yeah. You know, we do. We love you both, and we, we, we're thankful for you. But this is what we're feeling right here. Like, that right. was fun, but we have never done that, you know, before in our relationship. And we're not sure we're comfortable with inviting that back. Now, we don't want you to leave, but we, we just want to set these ground rules. Right. You know, like something, something like that. But no, they didn't give any type of ground rules. They didn't give any type of disclaimer or any of that type of stuff. Set any boundaries and look where they are now. Friend feeling used and right. abandoned. Well, you know, I wish that they could have, you know, we talked earlier about how seamlessly they Brian works in protection in a scene. I wish that they could have seamlessly worked in that kind of emotional protection. Right. Well, true, 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 true. Okay, come back through with the wrap up. Hey. Oh, we, they going to talk in the beginning. Okay. They gonna I mean that. T- they gonna I said that about that consent in the beginning, and I okay. mean that. <laughs> I said what I said, okay? <laughs> Good loop around. I like that. Then uh, over at Babylon, Michael is there. Girl. <laughs> I, okay. I, I was done with him. And he is looking, clearly looking for Brian. And I'm like, what about your man that you're so worried about? You're talking about you can't sleep at night because you got to make sure he up uh, breathing. Oh, That's but you why. just... You just had to go out to Babylon tonight? Why are you worried about me? Yeah. Michael, you are shifty and I don't trust you. For real. I knew I would find you here. I knew I could find you here. Yeah. No, bitch, you've been looking for me. Okay. I've had to do some snitching. That's yeah. what he looks like. Come on, you look snitchable right yeah. now. I mean, he came in there. He looked like he ready. No lips perched. He was ready. Yeah. Okay, ready to spill some mm-hmm. tea. I was like, uh-uh, Michael, do not do it. Your man already told you to stay in your own damn lane and your own business. 
why are you chasing Brian down? Yeah. Uh, the first, you know, one of the first thing he says to him, Abby says, I knew I'd find you here. Where's Justin? You know darn well where Justin is. Don't exactly. do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, you messy, messy, yeah. messy. Oh, I hate it. Uh, and Brian's like, he's at home. And he's like, oh, well, that's funny because I called and he didn't answer. And he's like, okay, whatever. Like, what do you want me to say to that, bro? Like, and, right. Well, but, Michael, look yeah. at Brian's face, though. Brian's face is like rolling his eyes like, okay, now you're being petty, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're being petty. I don't have time for it. And you got an angle. Why don't you just come out yeah, and say just whatever say it, it is? It. Yeah. Stop beating around the bush, bro. Uh, but Michael keeps asking questions and challenging Brian. And he's like, well, don't you wonder what he gets up to when, when, you're, not, when you're not around, when y'all aren't together? And and Brian basically cuts him off like, I know what he's doing. Like, leave me alone. That's how you know, Brian's no fool and right. he is bothered by it. He's not going to tell Michael. But my thing is, why Michael questioning about Justin when he walks up on Brian getting a hand job? Brian. Like, <laughs> okay. Brian is in the club, not even in the back room. Yeah. You are out in the club just on the top level. Okay. <laughs> Anybody can walk up on you. Very true. And a man got his hands on your back. You walked up on him and you saw him stroking something. I yeah. mean, like, come on, boy. Get so I mean, together. I guess maybe Michael is aware of their of their rules. And so maybe he knows, like, hey, seeing him kissing somebody, that that, that seems a little not. Well, I mean, right. that kiss wasn't just a little kiss. No, like, it I mean, was, that, that wasn't kiss, a little peck. It was extra. Like it could we seen Brian and Justin. I mean, I'm sorry, we saw Brian and Michael kiss and i was like uh-uh that's a little bit too long you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like but that kiss justin and ethan did right that i mean it was a long let go oh i'm coming back for some more <laughs> oh no, no oh i ain't finished yet let me get a little one more you know what i'm yeah. saying like all he was missing was, that was hands around the hip. Like, let me give you enough to hold you over yeah. till next time you know what yeah. so i mean that's what michael saw so i mean like his observations were correct but it, it ain't your place and no. clearly brian is already telling you like bruh the boy is young he's gonna do him Stop pressing it. Stay in your lane, bro. Yeah, it's that like, shit whatever about. it is, I'm definitely. It's not definitely none of your business. I'm not gonna talk about it with you. Yeah, if he's not talking about it with me. I'm definitely not gonna talk about it with you. Right. And he tells him like, "Hey, I know what he's doing. He's 19. When I was 19, I was out doing that myself, having yeah. my own fun, you know." And uh, Michael gets in the jab. Well, you still are, which touche. Yeah, touche. I mean, yeah. Brian is out there throwing that meat around to everybody. You know, <laughs> call him the butcher because he got the beef. <laughs> yeah, well, then Michael says, okay, yeah, but what if it's more than that? What if it's more than just a little fun? I'm just like, boy, where is Ben? For real. You worry about my man. <laughs> where is your man at? Okay, like, it, I know he's sick. It, what, what is going on? Why are you asking me these questions? Yeah, this is the kind, like, I mean, I get, you can say that Michael's being a good friend, that he's Girl, the that caring kind. I was like, like no, that no. Was, that was messy. That wouldn't be a good mean, friend. I mean, I see you, your opinion is valid, but... My opinion is no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I said. No, Michael was not being a good friend. Mm-hmm. He was being mis- a good friend. Would have said it's almost like he takes pleasure in this. No, because yeah, exactly. A good friend would have been like, "Hey, I saw some things. Mm-hmm. You know, like something. I mean, I don't know if you know. I don't know your situation, but me personally, I just want to clear this off my chest because I love you. But the way you coming about it, you coming off messy. Like, well. I called the Oh, lot. where is he? What's yeah. this? I can't uh, stand people who well, do that. I didn't do that. Bitch, just say what you need to say. <laughs> yeah. What did you see? <laughs> For real. What do you know if that you I don't know? you have something to tell me, just go and tell me Yeah, like, I don't like this little charade game. We playing charades and shit. Like, I'm not playing guess who. Like, just tell me. What's up? Like, yeah. I mean, come on. But Brian, in his own way, one, he defends, like, himself, but also his relationship, and also Justin. Yeah. He's like, he's young. Get I out know of his business. Doing. Whatever he's doing, business. that's on him. Yep. And if it affects us, that's between us. Yep. Period. Not you. Now go on. So, as that scene is happening, it's kind of intercut with some just snapshots of 
Justin and Ethan. And so we get to see exactly where Justin is. That don't matter. That don't justify what Michael is doing. But anyway, and yes, we still said Justin is cheating. Justin's wrong. But anyway, uh, so, but we see them together and Ethan is playing the violin and Justin is drawing. And uh, so that is what's going on. And even if Brian doesn't know specifics or details or doesn't know exactly what's happening, he's getting an idea. Right, exactly. But um, let's get back to the catching of feelings. Because I feel like (laughs) Justin don't just draw anybody. Okay, he draws things that he likes. Also, that little scene with them, him playing the the violin naked. Justin drawing him (laughs) naked. Playing the violin, I feel like he... You telling me you don't think Justin got some feelings for this man? Nothing. Not, uh... He's just infatuated with the feeling. I'm not saying something couldn't be brewing. I I don't know how... I just want you to say that. Yeah, I don't know how, like... I don't know that there are any roots. How deep is your love? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I just want to know how deep his love was. That's all I want to know. Because, like, Ethan be going deep in that love. Yeah, it, it looks that way. Yeah. Well, anywho, so... Back to Brian and Michael, he says, well, what if it's, what if there's someone else? Oh. I know. I was like, quit it. Quit it, girl. Uh, and Brian says, he doesn't owe me anything. And then Michael says, well, what about the truth? And Brian just kind of dismisses all this. And he's trying to fake nonchalance. I mean, you're coming to me at Babylon. Right. Because you had to track me down, bro. <laughs> you know, chase me down, telling me this crap. And I think it's just like, you know, it's catching Brian out of nowhere, and... Michael did hit him with the jagger, though, because everything else Brian didn't care about. But what he does care about is the truth. He does know? care about there being someone else, yeah. because that's a fear that he's had all along. Yeah. That there was going to be mm-hmm. someone else that was better, quote-unquote yeah. better. So Michael, he knew that if he... Michael knew that he was, you know, getting way past the surface. He was getting, yeah. you know, sent to the underlayer when he just kept going and going. But I like how Brian did try to play it off, you mm-hmm. know? I love how he... wasn't going to give Michael yeah, that satisfaction. He did not give Michael that damn satisfaction, and I was very proud of that. But you could see his wheels turning. Mm-hmm. You could see that, like, damn, he just got... He took... There was a hard hit to the body. Oh, you yeah, know what it was. He definitely does not like what he hears, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I think he's taking what, what Michael is basically insinuating, and then Justin's weird behavior lately, and then Justin's been lying lately, mm-hmm. and he's taking all that, and he's putting all those things together, and he's creating a picture of what's of what's going on plus he knows that things have just been off between the two of them right so yeah poor brian they're in the club uh so melanie finds lita to apologize and lita's upset i mean she is letting melanie have it to start with and melanie tells her well look we're a couple there's no room in our life or our bed for another person well you should have told her that sure should (laughs) have i know she did not mean it and a mean and malicious way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, you see the girl is hurt. Right. Don't don't say those words. No. You know? like, you when you literally yeah. invited her into your bed. Exactly. It should have started off with, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, they the ones who should be apologizing because I feel like Lita's emotions got played with. Yeah. It, it does seem like they did use her for that. Like, yeah. hey, we were having issues. We got this benefit from you and now we're good now. Bye. I can understand her living there, you know, and fixing the thing. But now she didn't fix y'all sex life, so that's something she didn't even sign up for. You know? Right, so y'all's at least, re- yeah, y'all's relationship yeah. was having, and she, yeah. You at least owe her a conversation, which I did not give, and now you owe her an apology. Mm-hmm. And you don't even want to leave with that. So I'm yeah. like, mm, look, giving y'all side eye. Yeah, but as this conversation goes on, Lita is like, okay, well, then she can recognize what happened with her, and she she can acknowledge her own loneliness and says that I got caught up in stuff. Like, I saw this 
loving relationship. And I thought, oh, maybe that's something I I want. And then it just kind of got all muddy and confusing. And mm-hmm. so she insinuated herself into something or allowed herself to be invited into something that really wasn't, she yeah, wasn't meant to be in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they, they do share a nice goodbye between the two of them. And Melanie encourages her, well, hey, why don't you go find you somebody? Now, yeah, Melanie let her ass know, like, <laughs> boo has been a good run. It's time for you to leave the state of Pennsylvania. Like, don't go around the block. Don't go to the next town over. Just go ahead and head on about this whole coast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. time for you to go ahead and skedaddle. And don't forget to write. Okay. We love you, Karen. Best of luck. Yeah. Okay. Drop a line. Don't go up in here no more. Yeah. <laughs> Send the postcard, girl, if you go out of the country. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we're here for you. So the bowling competition is on. The gays versus the detectives or cops, cops. or whatever. And there's a little tenseness with Carl and Debbie, you know, after that last conversation they had. But I do love seeing them all out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the score is pretty close. Uh, Lindsay is not doing great. <laughs> well, she, no. uh, she, you know, misses a little spare there. And Emmett is up, and we all know he's the weakest link. And as he goes to to roll the ball, he... Um, Sprains his wrist. Yeah, poor Emmett. <laughs> and so they need Ben to come in and uh, save the day. They need a pinch Yo, hitter. I was like, Emmett, you a genius, baby, okay? Because <laughs> you didn't even pick it up to even get ready to throw it. You know what I'm saying? But your wrist was done. I was like, okay, you smart. <laughs> you the smart one out there. Go ahead. Because yeah. you're not going to let you... you Michael ain't gonna let Debbie forfeit. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh, Whether man. it was an accident or a little clever uh, <laughs> strategy by Emmett there, uh, yeah, they need Ben to step in. Out. Where where is it hurt at? You you see the way it's just dangling, but it looks the same. Okay, it's always <laughs> broken. I told him, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the detectives challenge this substitution, and Debbie drops some knowledge on them. Now her facts are a little faulty, and by faulty I mean completely made up and false. <laughs> girl, we told you Debbie got that tongue. She's been lying, yeah. Well, girl, all right. lying, Debbie. Girl, I mean she, but she hit, she look you right in your face and hit you one of them yeah. lies, okay? And she'd be so so serious, she'd be like on it. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, like Debbie hit him with that sports talk. I was like, girl, girl. I was like, okay, y'all sure Debbie's straight. I was like, she every, everything she do is for the gay people. Yeah. And she over here quoting sports from the 60s? I was like, damn, Debbie, come through, girl. Well, Ben has to prove that he is gay before they will let him bowl. But a nice little smooch to Michael does that. That's funny, because you know that happens to me all the time. Like, I mean, yes, y'all get, like, the best sides of me. But out in the real world, people don't even know I'm gay. I'm like... That's so disrespectful to me. You know what I'm like, I mean, I'm not, well, you know, for one, I like to dress loud. So my clothes, right. I like to dress colorful and playful. But I guess my body type and I guess the way I carry myself, people don't, I get, when people think gay, they think it's supposed to be Emmett only. I know, you know? yeah. Twinky and then, thin mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, very flamboyant. No, you know what I'm saying? I'm very gay and I'm proud, but yeah. I just, I want to be recognized sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I love about queer folk. You know, true, it doesn't represent every single color of the rainbow, right. but it shows you a lot of different ideas and images of what of what a gay man can look like. Right. Yeah. I'm like, God. I mean, you don't have no idea how hum- so many women come up to me and I'm like, baby. Barking up the wrong tree, The wrong boo. one, boo. <laughs> the wrong one. Okay. So Ben is great, but he's not great enough. And they lose by just a few pins. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? Ben brought that back. He had the perfect form. He looked focused. And he also gave the straight cops a run for their money. So they were shaking in their boots. They, they couldn't work. believe that, you know, all they needed was three strikes. He lost by one pin. Yeah. So, I mean, but it opened their eyes. So they're like, damn, you know, these are just humans. Okay. Well, now we just know who they're sleeping with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
And I think this was a nice way to a nice way to confront some preconceived notions that that some of these guys had. And they were willing to do it, you know? And right. So, there are lots of different ways to start breaking down barriers and just showing people like, hey, I'm just a person just like you are. So True. I really like this. Without, And the show did it without being preachy. It's like right. we addressed the real issue. Several but in times. A way, yeah, but in a way that was... Still on brand for the not show. Not after school special. Yeah, yeah, very on brand for the show. It was still on brand for the show. As in, like, I mean, they, it was difficult, but also, I mean, they like you said, they wasn't beating it down your throat. They weren't doing any protests. Thing. Like, although I do believe in protests. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a strong believer in protests. We always just stand up and say what we need to say. But the way they did it, it wasn't it wasn't like that. Yeah, like every time they address an issue, it doesn't have to be with a protest. Right, yeah. absolutely. So after the rest of the, the gang leaves, Emmett lingers, and he feels like he let the, the gang down, oh. uh, you know, because he was their weakest link, and he didn't get to do his last He little... really was their strongest, though, the fact that he would even <laughs> sit. Because Emmett bowled in the wrong damn lane, okay? <laughs> yeah. Emmett didn't need that ball in his hand at all, period, okay? Mm-hmm. But the fact that he would even, you know, sacrifice himself and let somebody else come in i feel like that was a true team player because <laughs> me personally i'm so competitive i would never have done that you know, so ever <laughs> i don't care if i was the worst no today's gonna be my day god is with me yeah period um but uh so ted comes over to console him and um it's like hey no you're fine it's great you're okay and um yeah, just a nice moment between between friends there. So we go over to the loser celebration party at Woody's, and Carl comes to thank them for a good game. Congratulations. Told you them. I love this man. Yeah. <laughs> and also just there, I think, to see Debbie again, too. Girl, I know, thinking he was going to let his woman know, like, yo, I came to the gay place for your ass, okay? <laughs> like, I came to Woody's to see you. I didn't want to congratulate them. I wanted to see you and let you know that I'm... Now, that's chasing your woman. Yeah, well, okay. and she says, well, hey, shouldn't the loser buy the winner a drink? And so he looks around and she's like, hey, nobody's got their eye on you in here except I, for me. I was like, Debbie, go on with the game. Okay, yeah. she took a card from you and saying Brian or somebody. I'm like, go on, girl. Yeah, so then they share their first kiss. And uh, the, the girl, comment is like, them, that's yeah. a straight, the first straight kiss in Woody's. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to avoid the action with Debbie and Carl, Michael goes over to the bar and finds Brian there and he tells him about what he just saw with, uh, with Debbie and Carl and Brian takes a shot at him because Brian's mad, mad at him for, you know, for what he said about, cause he asks him, where's Justin tonight? And then. No, he said, so sorry, Justin couldn't be here. That's some Mm. shady shit. Yeah. Michael, go away. (laughs) Sorry, Justin couldn't be here tonight. Okay, like, well, shouldn't you be working on Rage because you have no idea? For real, it's so like Justin's be, doing all the work. Yeah, for shouldn't rage. you be doing that because I mean, he's he came up, up with the poster, yeah, he printed that's, it that's out. That's what I'm saying. He's going to pick up the posters and all that shit. What are you doing besides being in yeah. his business and shading him behind his back? Mm-hmm. Well, Ben sees this exchange from afar, and then he already knows. He knows that Michael told, and so he asks him, "Like you told him, didn't you?" And Michael's like, "Yeah, he didn't seem to care." I think Ben knows better. Brian cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he's going to act all nonchalant to you because he's Brian fucking Kenny. But, bro, you came at him in the wrong type of way. And you should have respected Ben. You're smarter than that. Mm-hmm. I think I think Michael enjoyed trying to get under, under Brian's skin. Like, he really took pleasure in that. Because a good friend would never try to hurt somebody. You deliberately tried to hurt him. You wouldn't. You didn't go there with compassion in your heart and understanding like, hey, I want to tell you this. You went there to poke fun. You know what I'm saying? Right, or, yeah, or even if you wasn't, weren't doing it to attack Brian, you wouldn't do that to their partner. You wouldn't do that to their partner. Yeah. You know, like, I would never 
come to you and tell you some stuff about your your partner to make him look bad, you right. know, to tear him down to you. I would never do that. Yeah. So whatever Michael's motives are, I disagree with them. I'm not here them. for him. No, yeah. not here for him at all. So we see Justin getting home uh, to the loft very late, and he's humming something that's not the thumpa thumpa from it's Babylon. Yeah, real so classical, very to classical, me. very string. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> very the string or- instru- instrumented. Yeah. <laughs> And Brian is waiting for him there in the dark, drinking. Um, yeah, and uh, so we know Brian's not okay. No, he's not okay. And the fact that he's at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could be tricking. You literally was already out drinking, having fun. Well, not really having fun because he was by himself, but, you know, you're you already out. You were out with your game. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're already out. But the fact that he's at home anticipating your arrival, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, he no. Mm-mm. He knows something up. Like Michael did what he did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it worked. So Yeah, well, and the, because Justin loves the rest of the gang. He loves Debbie. He loves Emmett. Like, he loves the rest of the gang. He was there at practice that night. And right. so it's like you chose you yeah, maybe you had some school stuff, but you when you want to move stuff around, you can. Mm-hmm. And so Justin asks him, Well, how was the how was bowling? And Brian tells him that that we lost and Justin's like, oh, okay. Well, then he goes, like, he's going to go to the bathroom and take a shower. Well, Brian intercepts him. He's like, hey, come here. And Justin says, I need to go shower. And he's like, hey, you're taking a lot of showers lately. And Brian smells him. And he's like, and Justin's like, hey, let's do this later. Because Brian's pulling him into him, trying to kiss him, trying to hold him, that kind of thing. But but I think Justin is picking up on something else with Brian, too. This isn't just like, hey, let's go to the bedroom. There's something else going on there. Yeah, I mean, well, for, no, I don't, I mean, yes and no. Justin feels nasty. He feels like, you know, he has someone else on him. Like you said, in the past when it's just a trick and it's just a smash, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. This was something different. Mm-hmm. He's laid up with this man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and that's a little slang for, you know, just cuddling <laughs> and all that. But he he's laid up, okay? So, I mean, he kind of feels, he knows what he's doing is, is inappropriate. Yeah, It'd be different if he was just having a little, you know, a little fling. But you're literally kissing this man. You're kissing him out in public. I mean, y'all are making plans yeah. to go do you're things, making, to go see yeah, a movie, exactly. or to go get a latte. And he and Ethan is saying those things like that's just normal. Right, right. And I feel like the way Brian is coming on to him, you know, like he's coming strong, like a boyfriend presence. And I think it's the guilt is kind of eating him up a little bit. Oh yeah, you know? no, the, definitely. The, the guilt is is eating him up. I don't think that he thinks Brian. I don't think that he think Brian knows anything because he doesn't even know Michael saw. I mean, he, he's smart enough to know that I Brian think, is picking up on something. They, yeah, well, because you think back to their little smelling game they yeah. had early oh, in season girl. two, where they, it was a it was a fun game thing that they did that mm-hmm. was kind of, that they did to kind of get a rise out of each other, right. you know, uh, like mm, it smells like it was a uh, he was six foot with dark hair, mm-hmm. you know. So that was a game that they played before. And now you see it here, where it's like this isn't a game exactly. And uh, so Justin keeps trying to get away because he knows what Brian can smell on him. And yeah. I think he knows that he's exuding guilt. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's basically and, telling on himself. Yeah, and the fact that Brian is like, you've been taking a lot of showers. Like, bro, you, you're Brian's acting, li- like, yeah. you cannot change your, your everyday moves. You know, that's when you start <laughs> looking suspicious. Or, I don't know. I'm just saying from, I have a lot of siblings. <laughs> is that when you start looking suspicious? <laughs> I have siblings, okay? <laughs> I, I and I, I see what they go through, okay? Because I'm not trying to say that they're the most faithful. They're young, though. <laughs> so, um, but... I just feel like he started changing his everyday moves, so it would be eye-raising. Like, if I know for a fact Brad is going to come home from work, he's going to go into the restroom, and he's going to be in there for 20 minutes. If he come home from work and come right over here, what's wrong with you, babe? Right. Like, 
you've been doing this for years. What, what, what's going on? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, okay, wrong example. But you get what I'm saying? Like, if Brad, Brad came right home from work and never took a shower. But then the one day that he comes right home from work, he takes a shower. Well, and he starts doing it like three or four days in a row. Three, three, four and days in a row. He's being cagey. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not You're being committing distant. to things. He's yeah. giving weird answers. Yeah. So, I mean, now my eye, my eyes are rolling. I mean, are raising. And then, yeah, I got the eyebrows all the way up. Yeah, yeah. All the way up. And then Brian really can't really show him that he's jealous. You know, we've seen Brian jealous in the past. He can't really show him that he's jealous or whatever the case. Because, I mean, it kind of goes against who he is. And they also, they do have this open relationship, you know, some poly kind of thing going on with their rules and everything. So I think Brian is like, I know you're going to do your thing. I trust you enough that you're going to uphold all the rules. So I'm, I'm going to let it be. But I still kind of want to know. I'm giving this is your chance to speak freely. And Justin's just not taking any of those opportunities. Yeah. You know, and I I love this scene here. Um, it's this very intense, passionate kiss, this dance between between the two of them. I mean, both literally and figuratively, this this dance with them in the scene. And I think this is Brian using his body to say a lot of things that he cannot say with his words to mm-hmm. Justin. And it's also, in a way, him fighting for maybe not necessarily for Justin and their relationship, but it, it's him fighting to have, um, I don't know, some kind of voice or some kind of pull or or some kind of influence. My in thing situation. was, just, yeah, my thing was, I think... This was Brian seeing if he still had it. Because the way Michael said it was, what if there's someone else? So if there's someone else, he can, he can just fuck Brian. They could just do that. But what he did, Justin submitted his whole body. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those, like, I mean, the way Brian was a little rough with him. You can see Justin back kind of arching. So that let Brian know right there, I still got him. You know, like, I still yeah. got it. You ain't going nowhere. And, I mean, and that's just, to me, that's what it was. I think it's him. I think it's, he's, putting a whole lot into this scene, into this kiss. I think there's anger, there's frustration, yep. betrayal, but I think there's also love and desire and lust. And I think he wants to show Justin, I think there's a little bit of confidence in Brian that's like, hey, I know what we have. I know what, you know, yeah. what this thing is between us. And I want to remind you of what we have. Right. And this, I, I'm confident that this is better than anything else that you're finding out there. Right, right. And I think that Brian can say that with confidence because that's how he feels. Exactly. I know that this is different. This is better than anything else that I that I get. And I think he's wanting re- to remind Justin of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's hurt. He knows you've been lying, and he's on to you now. He knows. Yeah. Even if he again, even if he, if he doesn't know all the specifics, he knows something's up. Something is up. Something big is up. And so I think he, that's what he's letting. Just to know at the end there when he says, when he stops suddenly and Brian and Justin says, why'd you stop? And he tells him, go take a shower. You stink. And it's like, that was I throwing see shade. it all over yeah, you. I yeah, I see it all over you, baby. And yeah. it's not even that I smell you, baby. You stink. Yeah. Okay? Like, I, yeah. I know. I know what's going on. That that was his way of letting him know. I know. Yeah. The jig is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but- they left his face on stuck. Justin's like, what? Like, he don't know what to think. Like, damn, in my car? Or like. This has never happened to us. Like, I mean, right. like, what's really going on? You just said that you love to smell me, and now you're telling me to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you just stop. So it was like, mm, you know, like, it, it messes yeah. mind up. It messes the mind up. From, I want to smell you, and then now, like, okay, you stink, but it's because you don't smell like you. You yeah. smell like betrayal. You smell like lies. Exactly. You smell like that other person. Yep. And, uh, you don't smell like sunshine right now, boom. Right. So, yeah, just a very, very intense ending here. And it's like, okay, Justin, now you've been found out. You've been caught. What are you going to do? Are you going to come clean? Are you going to make a decision? Like, what what's going to happen? 
And Brian, now. Brian got himself back in that scene. He you did, know? yeah. Like, I feel like he was recovering Brian again. I think so because I think he's been on his back foot for a while. Definitely for a while. since these last couple episodes, Brian has been way, way loving and timid to, uh, and and I would say catering to Justin needs. You know, although Justin's not seeing it, but from outside looking in, as a Brian, Brian wouldn't give two shits about anybody. Brian literally is rushing home from trips to see you. Asking you where you've been, trying to make these intimate connections with you, you're curving him. You yeah. Know? So I think feel like that was Brian taking back Brian by leaving his ass on that floor. Yeah, I think so because it's like I think it's him saying, "Okay, I'm going to remind you of what this is of who I am," but then beyond that, it's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to to figure out what it is, it's on it's on you. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know, girl. I can't wait. I hate when they leave it like this. I know, you know. These last couple of episodes, it's like. Well, from se- kind of from 17, definitely 18 and 19, just to like piecemeal them is hard. Yeah. You know? But as we get more and more of the picture, you can kind of see a little mm-hmm. bit more of what's going on. Like, and so you do on the way, I do feel bad for Brian because I hate, I know how much, how deeply he cares right. for, for Justin. And so I hate that he is being, that it's not being seen. A lot of his efforts are not being seen or understood. But I also know that Brian's holding back in some ways. Some some out of self-preservation and he just kind of like is locked down in certain areas emotionally and can't help it. But another part of him is just like not wanting to. Right. To open up because of the hurt. It's hurt. Like lots of reasons. But then also for Justin. Now, we did say that cheating is wrong. We just said (laughs) we said 10 times. Right. It's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but even for him, like. He's still trying to figure out what he what he wants in a relationship. And he's like, okay, I'm getting this over here. I might be getting like 80% over here, but there's this 20% that feels very important to me right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting that over here. I just so, learned about the 80-20, the 80-20. Yeah. I didn't even mean to go 80-20, but I did that on accident. Oh, well, I, that's <laughs> what I, I, I just love that. Because Brian is giving him the 80, but he's getting that 20 from Ethan. Yeah, know? and when you're used to that 80, that 20 feels like significantly more than just 20. Yeah, but <laughs> if he ever leaves and go for that 20, he's... That that's 20 all is you never got. Gonna, exactly, that 20 is never going to match that 80, baby. Right, so... so uh. Anyway, yeah, girl, those two got me all over the place. They're breaking my heart. But are you going to be able to sleep this week? Is the question. Maybe I think so. Yes, I'm going to take some melatonin or something. Please, girl, because I need you rested. Okay, I need you rested. But yeah, these last couple episodes, I'm going to drink some sleepy time tea. Absolutely. You know, I'm just going to continue to drink on our wine that we we have every week. Okay. (laughs) But um, guys, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode as much as we did. I know these last um, episodes have been really tough. And But they've been stirring a lot of conversation. So we would love to hear your feedback and your comments. And you guys know how to reach us, you know. And uh, we're only one episode away until we finish season two. And you know, we still got our mailbag. So we want to hear. It's coming. It's coming. So we want to get all your questions. So please, please, please send those all in. Let us know what you guys got to say and what you think and what you want to hear back from us. Um, You have anything else to share? No. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, you know how we rock. Until next time, we are out of here. Bye. Bye.